Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Hello everyone, Quinn here. Today, episode 129. That's 129 episodes so far. And today's episode is dedicated for Amazon sellers one more time. This one is for some policy changes that happen to your uh, monthly storage or your long-term storage and all of that. What I'm going to talk about today is how long-term storage fees increased. This was already on April 1st and increased five cents per cubic foot and it was for the standard size the oversized increased as well the exact same amount per cubic foot okay the now there's a minimum long-term storage fees for any items that sit in a warehouse for more than a year so it doesn't matter how big the product is how uh how long it is how heavy it is if it has been on in one of the Amazon warehouses for more than a year, starting on August 15th of 2018, they're gonna charge you 50 cents per unit per month, okay? 50 cents per unit per month. This probably is not gonna hurt anybody that has, I don't know, if you're selling furniture or something, and these 50 cents may not hurt you. Now, if you're selling something very cheap, this is gonna be very painful for you. So if you are if you are selling something cheap that has been sitting there for over a year, well, for one, shame on you if it's sitting there for more than a year. Uh, number two is get it out of there as quick as possible. Okay, this is going to start on August fifteenth. This is fifty cents per unit. Again, it doesn't matter the size of it in this situation. August fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. Now, if you want a trick on how to how not to pay that I did on a previous episode how to reduce your long-term storage fees if you listen to that episode there's some tips in there that can apply to this so uh, all you have to do is and I'll mention it here but I recommend you go listen to that episode but you can ask Amazon for a second account uh, make sure you get an approved second account don't go starting accounts without Amazon's permission because you may be putting your main account at risk, okay? And you don't want that. What you can do is create an account in your wife's name, your kid's name, your daughter's name, your cousin, whatever, but make sure you request permission uh, or you let Amazon know. You're gonna tell them that this is, I don't know, my cousin is starting an Amazon account and I'm gonna be working from my cousin's computer to help her out, to help him out, make sure you ask for permission or better yet do it properly if you are incorporated use your corporation if you have a second corporation you can create a second account if you have a second bank account for that corporation now your llc if you're in the states if it's um it has to be a corporation in canada we don't have llc's over here so basically you can legally create a second account and not that the other way is not legally, it just makes sure that you ask for permission and you get that in writing, okay? Now, when you do so, you can go into your account and find any product that is uh, due, that has been for over six months at Amazon's warehouse without selling, 
So it's been there for over a year. That's insane. You should check that out. And what you do is if you're selling on Amazon.com and if you live in the USA, there is zero excuse for you. Zero. All you have to do is pay the 50 cents per unit once. Get it out of there. Ship it to your place. Let it sit at your place while you change the FNSQ, which is the Amazon barcode, to your second account. Now that you have your second FNSKU stuck to your product, now you can send it to your second account. You would not be able to send it to your first account because Amazon is going to block that product when you, every time you remove the product from Amazon, they will not allow you to send it back for 60 days. Instead of sit, waiting those 60 days, not that you're in a hurry because that product didn't sell for a year anyway, it's not like you're losing many sales, but what you're going to do is send it to your second account. And maybe on the second account, you're going to create a listing that is more optimized for whatever reason. Now you're going to put professional pictures. I don't know if you didn't do it in the first place. I don't know why you would do it now, but maybe you had grew a little bit of sense and you have a bit more knowledge than you did before when you started. So you're going to add those professionals pictures. You're going to make it look good. This is if you have any interest in this product. If you don't, and if this product is something that you're just waiting to sell out and you're never going to order again, maybe don't go through the trouble of, uh, you know, getting professional pictures. You can still optimize it. What's, you know, a couple more hours of your time to optimize the listing. Just go ahead and do it. If you have enough product to make it worth it. If not, recall all the product away from Amazon, put it, you know, have it in, a, in your garage and put it for sale on eBay or donate it to some charity. Just make sure you're not going to lose money for something that you're not going to sell. I'm sorry, I'm a, bit, a little bit passionate about this because uh, one of the accounts that I manage that is not mine, I do it for somebody else that I love and trust, you know, and they did not follow my uh, instructions and ended up paying a ton of money on long-term storage fees, ton of money. So they paid more money than they actually have made so far in their business. And that really does infuriate me that I am the one here teaching tips, tricks, and how to save money, how to make money. And when then somebody close to me that has been trained by me doesn't go and do it. So anyway, let's continue. Let's continue to these inventories, uh, warehouse fees. Uh, on your Amazon account, if you, you have to have noticed by now, if you are a professional seller, you notice there is a inventory perform performance index is the IPI and you should find this on your bottom right uh, corner of the main Amazon seller page. Okay. You're going to look at this and you're going to see what you are at. And I believe it starts from zero all the way to a thousand. You have to be above 350. If you have a score above 350, you have been by now offered unlimited storage. The fact that you got unlimited storage, just like I did, doesn't mean that this storage is free. It comes at a cost, but you still have to maintain a IPI inventory performance index above 350, preferably something around the 600 mark. Now there's something very important that you need to know. This, IPI, this inventory performance index above 350 is what got you awarded the unlimited storage uh, so far. 
This was not a one-time thing. They are going to continuously evaluate your performance. So every three months, Amazon is going to check. So every quarter, Amazon is going to check what your IPI is at. And if they check, and at one point you're going to have it, uh, let's say, below the 350 mark, you may have a big problem in your hands because now, up until this point, you had unlimited storage. And if during a certain quarter, you do screw up that 350 mark, the minimum mark, which is actually, you should be around, like I said, the 600. So you shouldn't have a risk. But if you are too close to the, to the 350, I would not recommend you to take that deal for unlimited storage because you may be shooting yourself on your foot. Okay, because if you're going to send a ton of stores, let's say when it comes to fourth quarter, now you've been so close to that to that margin and you're sending a couple secans worth of material for fourth quarter. And for whatever reason, uh, um, one of them doesn't sell as good as you expected. Now you have secans full of material stored on Amazon when suddenly January comes you do not have unlimited inventory anymore. So I don't know what's going to happen in that situation, but I'm guessing they're going to make you remove your inventory until the next quarter. And that, in my opinion, is not something that you want to you want to do. Now let's talk about the monthly inventory storage fees. In case you didn't know, you, you don't just have the long-term storage fees, you have the long-term that we all know about, which is something that's been there over six months and then something that's been on the warehouse over one year. And of course, you're going to be penalized for those hugely in the future. But now we also have the minimum long-term storage fees, which is the 50 cent minimum per unit, not per cubic foot uh, in this situation. This is minimum per unit. And then starting, this is going to start, like I said, August 15, 2018. By the time you're listening, to this podcast, this has probably happened by now. We're uh, as the time of the recording, we're two months away. Okay, so you have, like I said, long-term storage fees, the minimum long-term storage fees, which is the fifty cents again, and then you also have the monthly inventory storage fees, which just got increased on April first. Got increased by five cents. This one is per cubic foot. Okay, so. Uh, and it, this one, it depends from standard size to oversize. At the time of this recording, we have something that is about standard size is about 60 cents per cubic foot. Uh, and what actually it was 64 with the five cent, it just increased to 69. So let's say 70 cents per cubic foot while your oversize is only 48 cents per cubic foot. It seems lower, but of course your product is gonna be a lot bigger, right? But this then, when this comes to October and December, between October and December, which is the third quarter, or sorry, the third quarter, the fourth quarter, which is the most important quarter in the world for any uh, online seller, doesn't matter if you're on Amazon or not, now it's gonna jump from 70 to two and a half bucks per cubic foot. So it's $2.40 to be exact. While your oversize is going to jump to a buck 20. And this is going to be, you know, at two and a half bucks per cubic footage, you better turn your inventory out of there pretty quickly. Okay. And this is going to be part of your 
monthly inventory storage fees. Your long-term storage fees are the ones that up until now have been charged semi-annually. The one that was charged in February and it, February 15th and then they would charge you again on August 15th. These are so any item that has been in the warehouse for over 180 days up to 365. So this is the six month mark up to a year. Okay, and you're gonna pay $11, $11.25 per cubic foot. If your products have been on Amazon one day over this limit, so 365 days or more, now you're gonna be paying $22.5 per cubic foot. But don't be alarmed, everything can be fixed. If you maintain proper inventory, you're not going to lose your shirt with these policies. All you have to do is, you know, pull up your recommended removals report. Hopefully you know how to find these. You pull up your inventory age report, your inventory health. And let me tell you an easy way to find these. Instead of sending you links and telling you the links, I mean, all you have to do is on the top right of your Amazon seller central, you may have noticed a search bar by now. Enter into that search bar inventory age or anything that you're looking for entered in that store in that search bar so recommended removals report entered in there amazon should show it to you right away and uh, another thing is a lot of people may think that this monthly inventory uh, storage uh, charge will replace the long-term storage charge but no it, it will be added you will be paying both if you have any product products over 365 days at the warehouse, you will be paying both types of storage. Okay, that's something you gotta remember as well. So again, just what you have to do is check in your account, pull up these reports, see anything that has been there one year or anything that's close to being there one year and get rid of it. I'm not joking. If it didn't sell for a year, don't keep it there any longer. Remove it. If you live in the States, that's super easy for you. You're gonna ship it to your house and then you're gonna do whatever you want with it. You're gonna sell it on eBay and give it away for charity, whatever. If you don't live in the States now, that may be a little bit more complicated. And now you have to do math of what the amount of inventory that you have there. If it's just a few units, maybe you can still do a giveaway to, to charity as well. And that will be tax deductible. What you can do is try to sell those units on Facebook group. People will buy anything on those Facebook groups. Or your last option, maybe probably the best one, is with your approved second account, you contact a third-party fulfillment center in the States and you have the product sent to them. Now, for a fee, which is going to be a 50 uh, cent fee probably, they will replace each FNSKU and put the new ones there. Now they will send it back to Amazon and of course you're going to pay the shipping uh, back to Amazon using your FBA account in the new account and now they're going to send it over now you're still going to have to pay a fee for this uh to this fulfillment center but now you're only going to have to pay the 50 cents one once instead of paying every single month now until these products sell okay and that's all i have to say i i know this got a little bit long here because i got super i get excited with this because i actually care when people start losing money that they don't need to 
I, I wish everybody could just, you know, start selling and making money and actually making profit, which is what matters, not just making money and then paying it back to Amazon and losing all the all the profits they made just into silly little mistakes like this. That's why I just want everybody, if you are listening, I want you to succeed. I honestly do. That's why I have not charged a single person for training so far. It's just because I want you to know that I'm just here to help. I'm not here to make a buck out of anybody. And if I can save you a buck, then my mission is done. Actually, I, I had, you know, them I'm part of some meetup groups and I go and I talk to people in different categories and marketing and all that stuff. And there's not many Amazon sellers in the area where I live, although I, I am part of a group, but it's a tiny group. But the other day I met with somebody and I uh, found out through the conversation that they were an Amazon seller as well. And during this conversation that they told me that they had just spent a thousand bucks on on storage. And then I told them this neat little trick and they got super happy. And now I know that that person will not spend a thousand bucks now on long-term storage fees when there's no need. Amazon is not doing this because they need the money for the long-term storage fees. They're doing this because they need to educate people to not fill up their warehouses with stuff that's not going to sell, right? So that's something that you have to remember. Amazon is not just trying to take the money away from you because they need more money. It's of course, that they want more money. But the thing is, they're actually trying to educate you. That's why they're giving you a penalty, I guess. So maybe you will learn your lesson eventually. And some people are unfortunately not learning the lesson. They see it, they go on Facebook, they comment that they are sad and that Amazon this, Amazon that, but they don't do anything to fix it. And I hope you do. If you are listening and you had these problems, I hope you fix it. And if you if you don't know how to fix it, contact me. And I'll teach you one-on-one how to do it. Okay? And that's it. I got to stop podcasting for today. It's been almost 20 minutes. And I know it gets long when people are driving to or from work. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all go out there and profit lots. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 129. That's 129 episodes so far.